0: toffee blue view your source for all things everton sorry i had to make sure we we're recording uh, <laughs> i'm jerry as uh, yeah as these guys know uh terry and max are here uh barely made this recording session by the skin of my teeth came came off of a family camping trip so the podcasters can't see this but the people watching can see my hair i'm having to conceal it in a hat because it's camping screwed up. Okay, it's I was in a bathhouse dealing with it. Yeah, it's bad things. Um, but that is the actually the lesser of the news in our little intro here, guys. Uh, we were talking about Champions League off off the air here, and that's cool. Champions League, you know, good stuff. I didn't get to see it because I was in the mountains. But the true football fans were really worried about what happened recently when when Everton u23s won the Premier League two title one uh, 0 win over Brighton and I'm, I'm, I'm meaning every word I say uh, so so uh, uh, guys we've this is second title in three years yeah for Unsworth which is which is pretty awesome uh, max you got to, to to see a little bit of the highlights of that one Um Anybody in particular stick out? I noticed you mentioned an event that happened near the end that I thought says a lot about the squad itself.
1: Yeah, I've just got to say, like, I skimmed over the highlights because the club, did, I think it's great the way the club stick the odds on the 23s game on YouTube, obviously, you know, accessible and not behind the paywall. But yeah, I just had a little skim through and it really interesting towards the end because um, it looked like there was a bit of a coming together between our lads and the Brighton lads. and obviously, you know, there's a real team spirit there, and then our teammates jumped to the defence, next thing the full-time whistle blew, and I don't think they were quite aware of it in the middle of the scrap, so it's kind of transitioned from, like, hostility to celebrating winning the league, and it (laughs) it was just, you know, it was great to see, and to me, if anything, it just pointed to the fact that there's a real good team spirit there, and like you said, Jerry, I think that's Full credit to David Unsworth, you know, second title in three years, and prior to that, I don't think we'd won a, a reserve title since 2001. Um, wow. And there is there is a big difference between the two sides that have recently won it. You know, he, he has had to rebuild with this one, and you know, I, I've said it before plenty of times. I think David Unsworth's got a really unique talent when it comes to dealing with young players, and you know, just has that touch when it comes to youth football. I know, I know he turned down the opportunity to go to Oxford, but uh, I think youth football is way tough tough for him. I think he's excellent.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting, when you look at, uh, I was talking with some people about style uh, as far as an entire football club and having a style that starts at the top and kind of goes all the way down to your youth. Now, that's not something that Everton is incorporating right now, okay? I know when I when I've gotten to see New York Red Bulls, play recently their youth their u13 is playing a similar style as their senior team okay they try to keep that going just to prepare people for later on and everything that's not something that that everton is doing a lot of necessarily it's almost like unsworth is just coaching the team the way he knows how to try to make them a successful team to teach them how to win Mm -hmm. um terry uh what's your what's your do you feel like the the preference is being able to put those two things together in the long run or just kind of let our u23 coach do work with what he's got no
2: I think that's definitely the best way to go about it the the way that um you said red Bull were. I think that is um Marcel Brand's vision I think that's what he's going to try and implement at the club um starting with you know this season the under 23 team. That Unsworth uh, over previous regimes, obviously Unsworth's not. You know, he he's not gone anywhere. He's always been there. He's built the under twenty threes up. A lot of the players who've come into that sort of setup have been, you know, scouted, signed, whatever, what have you, by him. Um, and so it's very much his team in isolation. This one especially to the first team. Now I think the next step for the club, I think Brands' vision is. This group of under twenty three players. Let's see who can transition into the first team now that they've achieved the league, and the ones who can't, they've proven that they're good enough to. You know, they they've proven that they're pretty good. So let's see if we can get them careers. You know, elsewhere, move them on, make room. But I think I think this is sort of like the um, the sort of swan song for that model at the club because. Unsworth's done a fantastic job, no one can fault him, he's, he's built you know, two great teams, the previous team he had that won the Premier League too, there were, there were some graduates to the uh, first team squad from that, um, John Joe Kenny was a big part of that, he was, he was, I think he was the under-23 captain at that time, Tom Davies, middle of the season, I think um, the biggest success story from, from that though, from Unsworth's model of identifying players, bringing them in and then having them develop through,
1: He's
0: the
2: player who is playing up front, exactly, Max Calvert-Lewin. He is now the club's first-choice striker. He's an Unsworth find. You you need more and more of that, and I think that's going to be the model going forward. Unsworth's got that string to his bow, but this group of under-23 players are the oldest in the under-23 league, so it's time to, I think, make decisions on them and see which Mm. ones are going to come through. A few of them have been touted to be the next... Calvert-Lewin next Kenny the next Davies you know that that addition to the squad as a legitimate first team option uh, Lewis Gibson Josh Bowler they've uh, they've been brought in for decent money more money than Calvert-Lewin brought in for in, in Gibson's case uh, so I think this summer will be huge for them and and some of the players who are coming back from loans like uh, Callum Connolly and, and Joe Williams but yeah. the fact that there's so many of our young players in the Championship Kieran Dowell even these are all unsworth unsworth guys and you
1: know, he hears a credit to the club that we've done in the under 23 so far. Yeah, 100%. I think on just on Calvert Lewin, I think that's more out of necessity of of him playing to the, full of the first team, just purely out of the fact that we didn't replace Lukaku. But I think that's you know, that, that's the biggest point you can that could be made there is that in terms of graduating from the under 23s, we haven't really had any that have you know, because we've always kind of had the um. The tag of having a you know a star youth player you know going back Wayne Rooney Ross Barkley, and we haven't quite had a player like that that's managed to transition and like the um like the first team up and I feel that that ultimately that is the next step isn't it and I think Ellis Sims could possibly be could possibly be that I know he's coming in for I think he'll be in the under twenty next season because mm-hmm. he's at the under under eighteens at the minute but I think it's something like forty odd goals in thirty odd appearances which is you know you can't not take notice of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh sorry, go ahead, Terry. I was just gonna say the the,
2: ideally you'd have both in the sense of you develop every so often a star and you know the reality is if you if you develop a Wayne Rooney, the big big boys are gonna come in and they're gonna pay big big money for those players. But then also in the sense we had traditionally Leon Osman, Tony Ibert, now it'd be Davies, Calvert Lewin. These are players who Are members of your squad There's not like a huge drop off From first team players Into the academy That would be ideal Because now If we buy a star If we buy a big name striker In the summer Calvert-Lewin is still very much An option there He's not like a token Player from the reserves who's not really going to get a game. You know, if there's an injury, we'll just move players around. The legitimate first team squad options, and that's what you want. You want a conveyor belt of it saves you money. So, yeah. so, excuse me, it saves you so much money in the long run if you can produce players like that. And that is very much a model that's that's prevalent in. In, her, in the Netherlands with uh, PSV and Ajax, especially Ajax, and uh, they're in the limelight at the minute with how well they're doing. So many of their players were brought in for either very little on grooms in their academy or just actual um, academy players who've come through from schoolboy yeah. level. Yeah.
1: That's,
2: that's the model we need to try and adopt.
1: Frankie de Jong for one euro, though. In <laughs> one euro. Just incredible. <laughs>
2: Gary, I just want to apologize for the use of the term grooming there. I saw you smile when I said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm a 12-year-old. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that is, uh, that was an ulterior motive mentioning this particular topic. We are going, we are planning to, uh, we got into this a little bit in depth, but we're going to go more in depth on U23s and our youth system. We want to, do that in the coming weeks. We're gonna bring bring one or two people on who have more experience talking about this kind of stuff. Um one of them may be Dave Dave, our buddy Dave. Uh the hope is he'll be coming on soon. Uh and he's been watching that stuff as well. So uh that's that's your tease. See we're kinda doing a little little tease thing here. So uh stay tuned for that in the coming weeks. Uh somebody who Knows more than I do about it, which doesn't 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 take much. Um, hopefully, we can uh, kind of identify some of these key U23 players and U18 players. We've already started talking about them. All right, so we'll get more in depth later on. Uh, so, for those of you listening and not watching the show, here's what we have in store for you. It's a brief one. It's not a not a full run, mainly because I have family business to take care of after this, and that is not code for using the bathroom. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> it's something I'm supposed to be at for my wife at her school. So, yeah. But, uh here's what's going on we're doing a man united preview uh we've got united at the weekend and uh c- can we just pretend fulham didn't happen um i i am you know i i even went to the mountains to escape it um we left poor max to fend for himself uh, <laughs> having to do a-, a match reaction to that shit max i owe you a pint for that my friend uh, I feel like oh, you weigh more than a pint, uh, more than one anyway, so when we're in the same room, it'll literally be just putting my card down saying, give it to Max, so, uh, uh, so we've got that, and then we're going to do the quiz, the, the preview will be probably a, a, a baby preview, but then we'll move to the quiz, and that'll be it, um, so there it is, uh, uh, so onward to the United preview um current form united is uh sixth in the table 64 points they're 19 7 and 7 their past five games they lost to barca 3-0 and before that 1-0 uh, in between those games they beat west ham 2-1 lost to wolves 2-1 beat watford 2-1 okay um possible starters uh, i think shaw is banned for this one so no luke shaw for this one uh is starting goal we know that uh Dalot, uh, Lindelof, Smalling, Ashley Young, Fred. I just have to say Fred, like Fred. <laughs> There's no cool way. I just have to say it in my nerd voice. Fred, uh, McTominay, Pogba, uh, Lingard, Lukaku, Rashford. That's a possible lineup. Obviously, they they're united. They have a lot of players. All hmm. right, they're you know when uh, Solskjaer, uh came in, they they have been playing better, and they gave him a. Perhaps a little bit of an early contract based on the results. I think maybe I was waiting for them to see how it rode out the rest of the season, but who knows. Uh, regardless, there were results. So, Terry, um, what worries you about this uh, about this United team, aside from the fact that they've just been playing, performing better all season than we have?
2: Uh, the fact that they lost to Barcelona in the very last game they played. Um. The league is now. I mean, it always was important to them, but now there's no distraction. They need to for this for their club. They need to qualify for the Champions League for as long as they're able to. Um, So I think this is the worst possible time to play Man United coming off the back of a defeat like that because they'll be hurting. They got embarrassed against Barcelona. Messi, uh, you know, I think he, I think he took (laughs) Phil Jones' soul away from him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we 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 you know we've been strong <laughs> recently against uh, the, the top six teams at home. I think this one may be a problem though. Um, we've we've come down mm-hmm. to play them when they are desperate for a result, desperate to put that last um, performance behind them and put it right. I don't know. I'm not confident, especially when one of our better players yeah. is uh, is now suspended as well. Mm-hmm. I think. I not not impossible to to you know get a result there. Not in good form overall, you know. All at the wheel, but the wheels are coming off a little bit. So I don't know. It's a hard one to predict, but I'm I'm not confident. I usually like to be positive and upbeat, even against a bit the better teams. Where I think this is a um, one given the
0: context. Just for those of you who have been living under a rock uh, recently, as I have, camping. Uh, yeah, Gomez out for for some evil conduct of uh, coming down on Mitrovic studs up on the uh, on the ankle area, shin ankle area. Um, not unlike what Gwinduzi did to Dean. Not unlike what Giorgino did to Sigurdsson. We've already talked about this off camera. These guys mentioned these examples, but it's the same stuff you see all... I, I'm not really going to mention the Salah thing on the Porto player because that's Champions League. FA can't do anything about that. But consistency from the FA would be nice. Just saying. So, uh, now that that's done, Max, uh, how do you how do you see us? Uh, uh, you know what? I'll let you just go in. I'm not going to give you a prompt question. I just want you to roll. What do you got?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, first and foremost, I'd just like to say Manchester United have lost five of the last seven. So, like, and just, just to add on to what Teddy said, this entire Ollie's at the wheel stuff, like they are the biggest media whore of a football club known to me It pisses me off so much. <laughs> like 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 the appointed Jose Mourinho, he's just kinda of, you know, he's a man of his own man of his own ideologies and football and philosophies and obviously that wasn't a very good man, very good marriage, you know, I feel like He's not a company man, you know, he, he's a man, he's about his own pocket and he's about himself. Obviously they, they, they failed to recognise that at the time of appointing him and now they've you know they they've ultimately gone for, you know, 100% company man in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer who's, you know, an advocate for the brand because mm-hmm. that's what Manchester United ultimately is now, isn't it? It's a brand, it's just dependent on stock market performances. Um, and that's obviously boded well for them at, at first, they've kind of altered the formation to accommodate for the more attacking players that they've got, you know, quick on the counter attack and really good on the on the turnover of play. Uh, I feel like, I think it's atypical of the Premier League over the past couple of years, but Manchester United are one of these clubs to stockpile really good players, and a lot of good players go to waste, you know, you look at mm-hmm. Alexis Sanchez, Juan Mata, and you know, they seem to got a rotation between like Rashford and Lukaku, having on the bench, you know, and Martial and what have you. But, yeah, you know, they are an excellent football inside when they're playing, when they're playing well. Um, and, um, for, you know, I'm obviously not as confident coming into this game following that fu- that performance at the Fulham game. But, I don't know, because I, I, when I was doing my Fulham review, it was like, I was thinking, you know, back under Moyes, it was kind of typical of Everton. We, you know, we'd lose a soft game, and then we'd turn off against the big club the next week, you know. And I'd like that to be a, a signature of of Marco Silva Silver, Silva's Silver's Everton. Um, so if we could develop that, that'd be fantastic. And I'd love to do Manchester United over. I really would. But um, yeah, obviously, you know, I've got to be one hundred percent obvious. We're not we're not favourites. I'm not entirely confident, but. You go back when we played them at Old Trafford, mm. we weren't that bad, you know.
0: Oh God decision pending Yeah, that was
1: penalty decision. That was awful. yeah, but, yeah it was. But you know, Goodison Park, we've got the sidings <laughs> that our back, will be so.
2: Just quickly, I I just wanna follow you up on that. That was that's a brilliant point about the the decision to put him in. He's very much a company man and it's all about the brand. I honestly think that's probably you know, the unspoken truth of of that appointment. Like he's he's been appointed not as a football and decision. No football brains have have sort of looked at that and thought, well, you know, we we need to see oversee a huge rebuild and he's not got the experience and so on. He's been put in because he's brought a feel-good factor to the customers. And he's an iconic part of their brand. He's he's the goal scorer from the nineteen ninety nine, you know, treble winning Champions League final. He's like a token of of their most successful era as a brand. He's like the, the polar bears for Coke, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> he's he's um He's been put in to try and sort of bank that goodwill with, with everyone, all the pundits around the world, everyone like, oh, how can you not give him the job? How can you not give him the job? The job he's done, he's been brilliant. How could you point someone else? And now they have, and they're starting to see what they've done. And... Yeah, he's not this, you know, all-conquering manager. He's, you know, he, you know, he, he's had a new manager bounce. One of the best ones I've ever seen. Granted, where it really did go the complete opposite direction when he came in, but now with five defeats in in seven games, you start to see. Oh, you know, he, he's not a miracle worker. This team needs major surgery and. Yeah. All the pundits who, who all you know banged their desks saying he needs to be appointed have now sort of started to retreat and going, why did they do this? <laughs> why? Well, because you told them to.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, I hopefully fingers crossed like to like the BT and Sky will stop inundating the social media feed with stupid fucking edits and, and pictures of Oli Solskjaer driving a car and all this stupid shit. Like it just needs to stop. They, they do just, I mean they'll probably they're, they're going to have to carry on to do it, doing it with, with Liverpool now obviously with their with the wind in their sails but when both you know once they start going you know start losing a few games Liverpool and Manchester United, fingers crossed my Twitter feed won't just be constantly the same all the time
0: Note to everybody stop ruining Max's Twitter feed just say <laughs> I mean no uh, yeah it's hard to argue with that um so uh, with with Gomez band, we're probably looking at Tom coming in. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Unless for some reason he goes with uh, Schneiderlin, you know Max's man crush number number one. Uh, but the way honestly with his, I think he's had injuries recently, so I don't know if he's actually fit to play. So I'm just assuming it's going to be Tom Davis coming in which uh, I mean I haven't seen him have like a full game for a while so you know when he's come in recently he hasn't played poorly so it's just he's he's just not Andre Gomez Yeah, there's a difference
1: yeah true you know he put in up against the midfield and I don't know obviously was the standout but Fred Scott McTominay I think you know Davies mm-hmm. will have the legs to keep track on them so you know it shouldn't be a bad performance coming from him.
2: I think if Schneiderlin's fit, he will play. Because when he did he play well. recently, mm-hmm. he did do well. To be fair, you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't say he doesn't deserve to start. I prefer Tom Davies to play though, um, because I think he's the only one who's going to be here in the summer out oh, of well. the midfield options, including McCarthy as well in that. Um, but I think if all fit, it'll be Schneiderlin A for the. Um, to follow on from the good performances he he put in a few weeks ago, and B because he's he's more defensive on paper at least than Davies, and you know with their midfield options, I think they they're going to be a little bit wary of you know the likes of Pogba and maybe Matter if he plays or someone like that. I, I'd love to see Tom Davies. I'd like to see him play in given the opportunity now that Gomez isn't playing. But uh, I just think if it's uh, mm. all being fit,
0: it'll be Schneiderling. So uh, we need to give predictions and wrap this up, uh, Terry. Uh, you sounded pretty pessimistic earlier. Are you going to stick by that with your prediction?
2: I'm going to go with a two-one Man United. Don't often pick a defeat, uh, even when one's likely. Right. But I just can't Max, see. Max, what do you those. got?
0: Two all. Two all. And I've got one, one all. Yeah, so two draws and a loss. That's actually pretty pessimistic coming from the three of us, if I've got to be honest. I think quite often we do pick two wins and a draw out of the three of us. It's a pretty common thing. So that is sort of a pessimistic. But we can't really, with Gomez being suspended, Man United coming off the Barca <laughs> loss, and the fact that we just played like that against Fulham, it's to be, underst- it is to be understood that we're a little on the – You know, not exactly foreseeing, you know, shower of goals this weekend.
1: Yeah, just to reiterate what I said in the preview, Fulham before that game had lost the last nine on the bounce and kept just two clean sheets all season. Like, Everton for you day.
2: Tom Kearney had not scored for years since his last goal against (laughs)
1: Everton. I know.
0: Is that when he was playing for Hull? Is that what it was? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. so let's uh honestly i could see a c actually being a pretty competitive game after that one you know what i mean like i i actually could but we'll see i'm not guar. yeah
1: definitely yeah. not Hopefully we but...
2: you've got it in us at all that, that, that siren as max said so that, as long as we've got
0: the siren we'll be all right i so. have to like explain <laughs> it to my kids yeah, every know. single time at the beginning yeah. what's that and i'm like okay there's this boxer, okay? <laughs> Let's watch Creed, and we'll talk about it. I know you're three and six, but you should still watch. <laughs> All right. So so that's, uh, that's it for our United preview. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for If You Know Your History, the Everton-based quiz segment that pits Terry against Match in a cage match of Toffee's wit and might. I will be refereeing said match, but it's not the kind of cage match where where my, a referee will come out with a chair behind his back. No, no random chair behind the back from me. At least not yet will this be the time. Spoiler, no. All right, so, guys... Uh, it's it's a uh, starting 11 segment, and that's a bit of a misnomer, because if these guys name all the starting 11, then we go to subs that played. Then after that, we go to subs that didn't play. Then after that, well, I'm not prepared for that because I got here late. So if that happens, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So, uh, yeah, pretty simple stuff, guys. Um, one of you needs to go first so uh call it in the air that's your heads that's your tails this gopro stand who is calling it tails okay tails for max and it is tails
1: second please
0: Alright, max wants to go second as is his want all right so sunday april 22nd 2012 manchester united four everton four all right Cue intense quiz music, please. And there it is. It's very intense. We're all very nervous now. All right, so, Terry, name me a starter, please. Steven Pinar Steven Pinar. He did start, and that is a correct answer. Max, what do you got?
1: Marwan Fellaini.
0: Fellaini. I've heard of him. Yeah, he played. <laughs> he started. Uh, Terence, what's up? Um, Leighton Baines. That, nope. That is a no. <laughs> so on oh. oh. That is a no. Oh. Leighton Baines is not on this list. Oh no! Oh my <laughs> gosh! Is this over already, Max? Do you, do you want to draw this out and tell a story really quick?
1: Sylvan <laughs> Distan played at left back.
0: <laughs> and that's remember? his
1: story. That's... <laughs> B- Actually, no, Bain, keep going. Baines Bain was also injured. I can't exactly remember why. I don't know we had Wembley coming up in the not too distant future. I can't. I can't, and we, I can't
2: we just lost at Wembley was,
1: when was we just, went to yeah.
2: Liverpool. And then I was angry at the time. Because it was characterised that that four four as oh Everton bounced back from from Wembley and defeat to Liverpool and I was just like in the worst mood at the time going no I'm fed up with this uh, we bounce back when it doesn't matter anymore and it's just a league game <laughs> because that was becoming a real bad habit that we'd we'd fail at the big game in the cup or what have you and then yeah. we we play someone in the league for a mid table sort of game and then didn't really have much on it and then oh they played really well like we did it another time when we beat Aston Villa 1-0 after losing in the cup still and do it, now it was the cat char- yeah it was characterized as all oh, these bounce back it's like no do it the game before when it really really counts so I rem- that's probably why i've got like Dark clouds and smog in my brain from that time because I watched that game and it was in a it was a crazy game for for it sounds like it was, but I was still quite angry because we we were better than Liverpool and if it's the quarter fi- if it's the is it the quarter or the se- semi-final, semi final semi semi final I'm thinking worst game,
1: yeah. game I've ever been to worst game I've ever been to.
2: We were better than Liverpool for the majority of that game and beat ourselves. We were all over them in the first half. They were petrified of Jelovic. Jelovic was in that sort of spell where he was unplayable. Why didn't I say Jelovic instead of Baines? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I thought Baines was a safe one, to be fair. I, think I had Jelovic in the back pocket. but He's usually yeah. a safe one, you know? Yeah, usually. But, um, yeah, so that I've got like a sort of angry memory of that time going 4-4 don't care we still went out to Liverpool two days ago three days ago it's not doesn't not worth anything yeah 4-4 it's great for the neutral I don't care we're out the FA Cup
0: so I've still got in a a rage you didn't keep your emotions in check man you got to have your emotional balance we didn't realize Terry like busted a stress ball over there he squeezed it so hard he's thinking about (laughs) 4-4 he didn't care Uh, so here's the deal Max I heard you say Sylvain Destin Um, yeah yeah, he he started so uh, for those of you who who don't know how this works Max just won so congratulations to Max he will get to choose the track however so as we don't completely lose this opportunity we're going to do a rapid fire thing just name a player and I'll tell you whether or not he's in Terry what do you got Osman Osman yes
1: Phil so Neville.
0: Neville, yes. Next. Jagielka. Jagielka, yes. Max. Howard. Tim Howard, yes. Terry. Trenta. No. Trenta, not in. Coleman. Coleman,
2: not in. Or I've on lost the three, I've lost three times now.
0: <laughs> you, you're killing it, brother. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> Name I'm another one. Steve. I've, I've,
2: I've got a couple of a. Uh, couple of pods off. I need to... Uh, <laughs> I need to ease my
0: way back into it. I'm coming back for about a long layoff. You may be better just to name a squad player from back then see what happens. Oh. McGaigae. Gay was on the bench, but he did not play. But you got one. Max. K-O. Yes, he came in on the 83rd minute for this time. Terry mm-hmm.
1: Mina. <laughs> I Yes, he started. Season, not season. Um... Darren Gibson.
0: Darren Gibson started. Terry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what uh, spelling Velibos. is that? <laughs> no, go ahead.
2: Postolos Velios. Spell that.
0: Uh, He did not. He was not, uh, not in or on the bench. Give me a different name. You're forgetting one that you said earlier, but... Tony Hibbert. Well, yeah, that's one neither one of you has said this guy, but you talked about it, but you didn't say him as an answer.
1: This
0: time,
1: uh, I hope we said that. no. no. This time, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who we talked about. Yella. Yeah, Yelovich.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, I thought we said him.
1: Yeah. Said.
2: Um,
0: somebody else came in for Leon Osman in the 63rd minute.
1: Thinking squad players. Squad players. Um my mind's a bit blank now. To be honest,
0: fire truck, fire truck. What color are those red fire trucks? Um, McFadden came in for Osman. Bloody hell! Yeah, it's the 63rd minute. Uh, that no, one that was- yeah. And you guys, so that's everybody who played uh, on the bench. Additionally, you got Jan, yeah. a player who I used to think was pronounced Jan Mucha until I was <laughs> <laughs> corrected, and, I, and now I like saying Jan Mucha. Uh, it's just really <laughs> awesome. Young <Yeah, milk>. uh, <laughs> It's like getting something out of my throat. It's awesome. Uh then you got Struck Willarcy. Uh, <gasps> uh how did he get the Struck? And uh, uh this this guy who play he's a Chelsea player, uh he was on the bench, uh Ross And uh An Ichebe. So yeah. Big Vic. Yes. So that was it, gentlemen. Uh Max, congrats! What is your song to play out to?
1: Um, I'm torn. I've been mixing it up a little bit lately. Um...
0: <laughs> actually, I'm like, wait a minute, who who, who did sing that in the '90s? I, I actually hear it in my head now. It's some lady.
1: <laughs> "Pigs" by Pink Floyd.
0: Mm. "Pigs" or "Pigs on the Wing"? Which is it? Just "Pigs"?
1: "Pigs." Three different ones.
0: Ah. Pigs by Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. All right, why are you picking that?
1: Because I listened to The Church of What's Happening Now, which is a podcast by Joey Diaz, who's a comedian, and he had Tony Inchcliffe on the other day, and he just talked about Pink Floyd and how, like, influential Pink Floyd was. And, like, they were going through all the albums, and, like, I'd listened to most of them, and then he just went off about animals, and I hadn't give animals like an in-depth listen
0: i haven't in the so, longest time
1: so i give it an in-depth listen i was like whoa yeah yeah Different day, Vienna.
0: yeah i i uh, this is gonna sound really petty but pink floyd only because they have a certain they, they sample a certain uh song that the red side use all the time at the end of one of their songs now with pink floyd they come on i'm like oh fuck they got. A, they end one of their songs with, with you'll, you'll Never Walk Alone. Yeah. It comes on my Spotify, all the, uh, on my Pandora all the time. I hear that and I'm like, nope, fast forward. Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm not letting my kids hear that. I'm raising my kids a certain way. I have certain standards and I'm not letting them So, <laughs> At least yeah. we're the only team
2: with Z Cars for the next season. Wofford are not using Zed Cars anymore. Really? Yeah. yeah. Using an Elton John song is it? Is it
0: uh, 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 the bitch is back is that what they're going to do should be sorry to our Watford peeps sorry sorry but you kind of earned it this season just saying um, that's great alright so as we're being serenaded by Pigs by Pink Floyd. This time to end the Toffee Blues podcast. We sincerely appreciate you listening. Why don't you subscribe? Hey, we'd, we'd appreciate that. Um, also, if you... If you hear our voices and you're like, "Man, I bet Jerry's weird looking," you should check out our YouTube channel, and you will find you're right. Uh, so check that out, and you'll see you'll see Terry and Max too, because you'll be like, "Oh wow, I didn't know this, but I live right beside Max. Oh my gosh!" You're like, "And I've been hugging Terry every time I see him, and I didn't even know." So yeah, it just works like that. You may know you may know us. Not me. No one knows me. I'm kind of loser. All right, so uh, now, so check out the YouTube channel. That'd be awesome. Also, check out Terry, Liverpool Echo Fan Jury. Uh, Check out his Twitter. He'll tell you when he's going to be on there. And and, uh, as I said before, high fives. High fives for Terry. Firm handshake and a debate for Max when you see him out. Uh, Check out his Twitter. He'll tell you when he's going to be where. Um, But uh, he is often on the Topic Blues website. Uh, Webmaster John, I say it like he's a DJ. Webmaster John has uh, done a lot of work on the website. It's sparkling new it's wonderful and max's uh, analysis uh appears there often as is uh analysis of our, our fellow fr- uh, contributors our peeps yeah all the things everton there so check that out and i got nothing else i think i've plugged away i, I plugged my life away it's, it's a sad state of affairs uh terry it's good to talk to you man I've, at long last you too boys uh, pleasure to be back yeah, Max. Good to see you, man. Thanks for uh, trooping solo the other day. Uh, work's gotten kind of hectic, and, it, and it's taking its toll on the Toffee Blues crew. And I'm sorry.
1: Nah, it's good. Peace I out, guys.
0: Took one for the team there, having to wrangle that one by yourself. So, anyway, uh, but uh, good stuff. It's good practice. Do it by yourself. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, yeah. yeah.
0: Having to having to go on on your uh, you know on your own on your notes, which is nuts. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to say bye. Thanks a lot, guys. And, uh, yeah, three points this weekend. We appreciate it, guys. All right. Bye.